Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Force of Habit. I hope your weekend, as always, was everything that you needed it to be. If you needed to rest, I hope you did that. Um, I hope you, if you celebrated the holiday, I hope you had a great holiday. I hope you had some good food, spent some time with your family, relaxed, all the things. I don't know about you, but I am super, super, super excited for the new year. As it gets closer, I just find myself um, dreaming about all the possibilities that are, you know, to come. And this coming up week inside the Nutrition community, we are doing our digital vision board party. And I'm so excited for that, to do that with all my girls. Um, and for them to, you know, have a chance to connect and get to know each other. So this week is exciting. I'm excited to kind of get into it. I'm excited for the new year this weekend. Um, and I hope you are too. So last week on the pod, we talked all things goal setting and the four components to a goal. If you haven't checked out part one of that episode, go ahead, pause me, check that out. It's the episode before this one. And it's so, 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 so good. But we talked about the four components to a goal and why identifying the parts to your goal is vital for actually seeing the goal through, for actually finishing what you've set out to do, getting to your first big milestone. This week, I wanted to share some tips and some strategies that you can put into action today. Today right now (laughs) to actually see your goals through. These are strategies I teach inside my program that have helped my clients transform their lives, hitting huge weight loss milestones, creating incredible morning routines, busting through limiting beliefs. These are all goals and how you approach your goals is so, so important. It's, It's not enough to set a goal and just cross your fingers and hope you get there. You have to have strategies, both mindset and tactical ones to actually accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And I think that's why Sheetrician is so different from all the other weight loss programs out there is because inside of it, you know, we don't just do the pretty things like recipes and workouts. We really do a full lifestyle transformation. And um, one of those things is is conquering your mindset and conquering how you view things and how you approach things and how you actually hit the goals that you set out to do. So today I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into or expand a little bit more onto last week's episode because there is more to it. Are you ready? Okay, let's do this. So nugget numero uno is to make sure that after you figured out the four components to your goal, right, you've gotten crystal clear on what your goal is, what your timeline is, what your action steps are. I want you to take that goal and then I want you to cut it in half. Now, before you take this and run for the hills, (laughs) am I saying to dream small? No, 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 no. The opposite. I want your goals to be big. I want them to stretch you. I want them to make you dream and get uncomfortable. But there is a process, right? And we need to phase into our goals. We have to take the baby steps. And so how do we take that big, big goal and break it up into smaller chunks so that we build our momentum on the way to that goal? So the first strategy is to make sure that the size of your goal is right. So if your goal is to lose 30 pounds, 
Let's focus on the first 15. Create a game plan for that. This helps make the wins you do experience seem bigger. So for example, a two pound weight loss milestone feels so close to 15 than it does to 30. If your goal is to meal prep for the year, (laughs) let's commit to the first six months or even the first quarter, creating a game plan for that instead. It keeps things simple. It keeps them less overwhelming. And once again, it allows you to create wild momentum. And it also gives you space for your goal to change, for your goal to evolve, especially when it comes to weight loss goals, because we start out in our heads with this this number. And then once you get into it, and maybe the numbers aren't moving as fast or how you expected, but your body is transforming, things shift. So often I'll have a client, you know, so many clients come into the program and they have really big goals at first, you know, 30 pounds, 50 pounds, 20 pounds. And then once they're in it and they're noticing that their body composition is changing and their inches are coming off, but not necessarily the scale, they tweak their goals. Their goals change, their goals evolve because as they grow, as they evolve, they notice that they want something different. And so when you cut your goal in half, You take the big, big picture and you split it in half. You allow yourself to gain momentum, but you also allow space to grow and to change and evolve on your way to the goal. This kind of symbolizes shrinking our timeline like we talked about in the last episode, but this is about the specific goal at hand, cutting that in half, cutting the outcome down um, in half. Chicken nugget numero two is to choose what you'll sweat and what you won't. Your goals have seasons and during specific times of phases of your life and you know everything that you have going on, sometimes not everything is a priority. So choose what you'll suck at. This helps you get into action and not be paralyzed by perfection. Make a list of what matters and a list of what you know doesn't right now. This could change tomorrow or next week, but what's important right now. Does it matter that you hit every single meal prep day for, you know, the rest of this month? No, it just matters that you hit most of them. You won't sweat the three to four, five to six, you know, crazy, weird, busy days of the month because they aren't important. So make a list of things that are a priority and things that when, not if, but when they happen, you won't sweat missing a workout, missing a prep day here and there. What are the things, what are the outlines of things that you're not going to sweat? Um, Especially in the beginning when my clients are conquering their nutrition, sometimes they'll have days where they just forgot to prep. Maybe they're not feeling what they prepped and, you know, they buckle and they go get fast food or they go get something quick and they're beating themselves up after that, right? And then once they start beating themselves up, they get into that negative talk cycle where they're like, forget it, I've already ruined the week, right? I'm just going to eat whatever I want now because I've already messed up. But instead, if you already have a plan that I know that, you know, some days are not going to be as planned and I'm not going to sweat those, when you have that expectation that you aren't going to be perfect, it allows you to keep going and to keep building your momentum. You know, you won't beat yourself up. You won't overreact, heavy on the overreact. You just keep moving forward. So choose what you'll sweat and what you won't. Nugget number three, make your goals fun. Make them enjoyable. Hard work isn't enough to make reaching your goal satisfying. 
It's not. Abs are not your why. It's not a good enough why to want to lose weight. So when it comes to fun in your goals, there are a few major components. Satisfaction and performance. And so satisfaction is how you feel during the goal. And performance is how you actually did, right? It's, it's judging if you hit the goal, if you, if you hit the milestone, how you actually did. Because here is the reality. Your goals have hard parts. <gasps> what? They aren't easy? I can't just set a goal, do a little bit here and be at the finish line? No, obviously. <laughs> you know, they just do. So when you add fun to your goals, especially to the parts that are kind of hard, you increase your chance of completing it. Okay, so let's talk about it. How do we do that exactly? Like, what do you mean, Chantel? So you have to determine like how you're motivated. So there are two types of motivation when it comes to goal setting. You have reward versus consequence. So if I do this, I reward myself. If I do this, I avoid this consequence. For example, um, rewarding yourself with a small shopping spree when you hit that inch goal or that prep goal or that workout goal. And this doesn't have to be, you know, new clothes. It could be a new pair of running shoes once you've been committed to taking a daily walk or a daily run or a new water bottle that you've had your eye on. Or maybe it's a new pair of leggings or a bright pink dumbbell set that you wanted. So rewarding yourself for being consistent, rewarding yourself for staying true to the many milestones that you've set for yourself. Or on the opposite side of the spectrum, getting that work project in, you know, two days early because your boss gets upset when you turn things in last minute. You're motivated to get it done early to avoid a consequence. Another example of that is not going to get Chick-fil-A because you know how you feel after. So I'm not going to go get Chick-fil-A on lunch because it makes me feel sleepy, because it makes me feel bloated, because it makes me feel uncomfortable. So if I do this, if I avoid Chick-fil-A, I avoid this consequence. And the consequence being I feel shitty after I eat it, right? And lastly, and the most important piece of goal setting is to get rid of your hiding places and your stories, your limiting beliefs. In my program, Sheetrician, this is probably one of my favorite 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 lessons in phase one that touches on this but getting rid of the stories that you've told about yourself or the secret rules you need to eliminate to make yourself more successful on your journey these can look like perfectionism the all-or-nothing approach if I'm not perfect then I don't want to do it or I won't bother if I can't work out the five days I said I would then I don't want to work out at all if I can't be perfect for every meal, then I won't try at all. Ditch this unserving mentality because perfection is not what drives results. It paralyzes them. Maybe you fear success. You fear actually achieving your goals. I see this so much in my clients um, before they start working with me too. Maybe you're hiding places that you don't deserve it. You aren't worthy. And so you self-sabotage, you pull back, you start making progress, you start building momentum, and then it comes to a screeching halt because you start to doubt yourself and your worthiness of achieving these dreams, body-related, career-related, money-related. So your action step for this nugget is to ask yourself, what are the limiting beliefs 
or the secret hiding places, the secret rules I have to eliminate, the identity I need to let go of, my hiding places I run to, and how do I reaffirm something different? Do the self-inventory, take the internal data, notice your patterns, and take a step to be better than you were yesterday. That's it. Just better than you were yesterday or the hour before. Starting goals is fun. It's exciting. It gives you the space to dream and to evolve. But my friend, the future, the future and the success belongs to those who see them through. So show up and finish. So in this two-part series, we've talked about the four components to a goal. The questions you need to ask yourself so the goals that you set are crystal clear. What are my results? What is my timeline? What are my actions? What is my motivation? Then we broke it down further and talked about the strategies and the exact what's and why's that need to happen in order for you to make your goal more successful, to set yourself up to finish what you've set out to do. And that's one, cutting your goal in half, set yourself up for the small wins. Two, choose what you'll sweat, what's important right now and what's not. What are going to be the expectations when you do mess up? Create your priorities. Number three is to make your goals enjoyable, make them fun. How will you reward yourself? Is it reward-based or consequence-based? And then getting rid of your hiding place. Ditch the old stories, the limiting beliefs, the identities you've given yourself, the stories that are stopping you from reaching the first finish line. So when you sit down to write your goals for the new year and you think about all the big bad things you want to conquer, you have a few extra tools to do it. Remember, you are worthy. You are capable of doing amazing things this year my friend this wraps up the very last episode of the slay the holidays challenge and um i hope that the last few weeks together have been insightful for you i hope i always say that if one just one light bulb moment happened i've done my job We've gotten so many comments and DMs and uh, reviews and posts in the Facebook group about how helpful it's been. And I, I really hope that it's been that way for you. If you loved the series, I would love for you to leave a review and let me know what you thought about it. And um, if there was any specific things that uh, stuck out to you most. Okay, my friend, I hope you take this week to get clear on what you want out of your new year and uh, dream big man dream really big if the goal doesn't scare you it's not big enough you are capable of so much and i hope you know that okay okay i'm gonna stop talking now and until then i'll see you next year boo